Welcome to this blog post titled, Guidelines to Live By, Even If You Don't See Yourself as an Elder Candidate. Guidelines to Live By If you haven't already seen the devotion titled, Elder Qualification, from 1 Timothy 3, 1-7, I encourage you to go to the Downloads tab and download it. This short devotion will give you biblical insight into what it means to be a church elder and what God expects of the body of Christ. So let's start by asking you this. Have you been considering the position of elder in your church? Perhaps your pastor has asked you to pray about it, or a friend has encouraged you to pursue it. Even if you've never envisioned yourself serving as an elder, the things mentioned in 1 Timothy chapter 3 are great guidelines for all of us to live by. They are written in a way that is encouraging for the masses right away, not just the select few considering the role of elder. In fact, when Paul wrote to Timothy, he wanted believers to know how they needed to conduct themselves in the household of God, 1 Timothy 3.15. He concludes his letter with the reminder that this is the church of the living God, which is the pillar and foundation of the truth. With Paul's words in mind, let's look at the role of a church elder and why it's still an important role in the church today. The first and most important thing to remember is being an elder is a calling. From personal experience, becoming an elder was one of the strongest calls I've ever had. After saying no for 10 years to the request of becoming an elder, one Sunday morning in church, God gave me five signs it was time to accept the call as an elder. I appreciated how clear it was because it wasn't something I wanted to do on my own. I wanted to be really clear that God was taking me there. So seeking Him, being aware of His calling, and following His guidance is important in all aspects of life, but especially when considering the role of elder. Here's an interesting quote I once read in a commentary. It said, The office of a scripture bishop is an office of divine appointment and not of human invention. This quote rings true in every calling of ministry, doesn't it? Not only are church elders appointed by God, every person in the church is led by the Lord to serve Him and others according to the good, pleasing, and perfect will of the Father. Now, if you're not certain about God's calling, here are a few things to consider. Enlist a prayer team of people to pray with you and for you. Wait on God without allowing peer pressure to affect your decision. Study 1 Timothy 3, 1-7 and examine your own life in accordance with the scriptures. Seek biblical mentorship to help you determine if God truly is calling you to a certain ministry. As I mentioned before, becoming an elder was one of the strongest calls I've personally ever had. I waited 10 years before I accepted the position and I don't regret it. I encourage you to wait on God's call and move forward as He leads. The second thing to keep in mind is being an elder is honorable. I happen to know many elders, and there's not a single one who would tell you they're worthy of the calling or feel qualified for the job. After all, it's a tall order. While being an elder is an honorable calling, it's also about the direction you're headed, what you're committed to, and the life you want to live. The way you want to represent yourself matters, both inside and outside of the church. Stepping into the role of elder or any other ministry position is a way of representing your church and family. Hopefully we all strive to be better men, better husbands, better fathers, and better employers. After all, 
We all have our standards and values we live by. We all have lines we won't cross. But clearly, as we study the elder role, it should cause most of us to say, I need to move up. I need to elevate my standards. I need to elevate a line I won't cross. For me, one of the benefits of being an elder and having that added responsibility is it gives me more energy, commitment, and desire to live an honorable life. I've benefited from the position because it's helped me keep moving in the right direction. Just knowing I'm representing my family, my business, myself, and my church is a huge motivator in moving me forward. As Bible commentator Matthew Henry once wrote, It's a good work, a work of the greatest importance and designed for the greatest good. Having an elder mindset, I believe, can help us be better people. We need the characteristics listed in 1 Timothy 3 to prevent us from crossing a line or preventing us from going down a certain road. Having clarity on this is a huge plus as we navigate through life. Finally, being an elder includes certain standards. Though it might seem like an impossible list to follow, 1 Timothy 3, 1-7 is God's standard for eldership. This doesn't mean we live perfectly, but we strive to be above reproach. In my view, it's all about living in a way where you're not dragging the church down and you're not doing anything people could challenge. It's striving to live your life as an encouragement to others so that what they see is consistent with being an elder. Now let's take a look at the list of elder qualifications listed in 1 Timothy 3. It says, Be above reproach, be faithful to your wife, be self-controlled, wise and of good reputation, be hospitable and able to teach, be moderate with alcohol and not prone to violence, be gentle, not quarrelsome, be free from the love of money, be a good manager of your home and family, be a seasoned believer, humble and contrite. Be an example to others with a clear conscience. Now, it might seem impossible to not feel overwhelmed when reading this list, but it's important to keep in mind we wouldn't have elders if people waited until they were perfect in all these areas. It just isn't possible. The main thing to remember is we are all accountable to live honorably within the church. As the Apostle Paul emphasized to Timothy, This is the church of the living God, which is the pillar and foundation of the truth. With this foundational scripture in mind, let's all work together to live above reproach and encourage each other in the faith. Thank you for listening. This week, I encourage you to choose one of the elder qualifications above and focus on improving in that area. Remember, it's not about living perfectly, but purposefully within the body of Christ. One of our values is good information is shared with a friend. Please take the time to think of your friends, men or women who might benefit from this blog. You can introduce the blog to them by sharing the post using the various sharing links or by sharing the podcast by clicking the share link on the top left corner of the audio link. As you begin to follow my blog and pursue opportunity for growth, it is helpful to do an assessment on various topics of life. If you haven't already, I encourage you to click on the link and take the current life conditions assessment I believe it would be helpful to take this assessment annually and revisit how you are growing in life. Thank you for listening.